Welcome to the Bar Hacks Podcast. Engaging interviews, plus tips and strategies to navigate your bar or restaurant business towards sustainable success. Now, here's your host, hospitality industry veteran, journalist, and editor, David Klempt. Hey, welcome back to the Bar Hacks Podcast. I hope you are well. We have a very interesting couple of guests here. Something that I, I came across and I had to learn more. So I figured all of you are going to want to learn about this too, especially in this industry. We have Jordan Bem and Hannah Bem. They are siblings and they run Mo Living, which is, I don't even know exactly how to describe what this is. So if you'd like to, to take the reins and explain to the audience what Mo Living is. Sure. We're the first truly uh, luxury nomadic hospitality solution. No, it's a, it's a lot of words, <laughs> but long story short is we created the first mobile hotel room. That is a great way to put it. I wasn't sure exactly how to describe this. I mean, I've been scrolling through the website for a couple of weeks now, and I still wasn't exactly sure what to say. So. It, it, it's difficult to actually put, you know, a couple of words to it when you actually create a new segment. And speaking of that, can you share your journey into hospitality and the hotel space and what inspired the creation of Mo Living? So my sister and I, I think about four years ago or so, uh, were sitting on the beach outside of New York in a very seasonal market. And frankly, we're just complaining about how expensive the hotels were. And, you know, being very analytic, uh, Hannah and I sort of backed into the exercise of like, okay, why are these hotels charging thousand, two thousand, three thousand dollars a night throughout the summertime. And we quickly realized that the reason why they're charging that price is because they have to, because they're closed eight months out of the year and only open for four. So we sort of worked through the exercise of what do they actually do when the hotel rooms are closed? How much does it cost to operate? And we came up with this idea four years ago that we kept on the back burner for quite some time of saying, hey, how neat would it be if we can actually create a hotel room that can move? Which, I mean, I when I first saw this, and I, I this is woefully inadequate, but I said, oh, it's a tiny home. Like, this is, I, I understand what I'm looking at. Then as I dove in, I'm like, this is not a tiny home. So the reason why we're different from a tiny home is we're actually 50% wider than a tiny home. So tiny homes are under eight feet wide. We're about 12 feet wide. Uh, we're about 45 feet long, plus two decks uh, that are 120 square feet each. Uh, so for all intents and purposes, when you walk into one of these rooms, it's truly a five-star hotel room. It looks like a suite. I mean, with the, the fantastic outdoor view is, is, I guess, the best way I can describe this. This is a, an audio medium, so that's the best I can do. But people should definitely go to moliving.com if they want to follow along. Um, but when did you get the first unit completed? And then how did you get these out to the world? So the first unit was completed uh, between May and July of last year. Um, and it was actually trailered from uh, Oklahoma all the way up to, uh, to New York. So it's a very simple process, basically unit just gets hooked up and 18 wheeler comes and takes you straight to, uh, to the host property. And they're also manufactured in Oklahoma. Yeah. 
there. The product is 100% made in America, made out of sustainable materials, uh, mostly recycled materials. So we're utilizing green steel, which is recycled steel in order to actually create an eco-responsible uh, product. Right now we are manufacturing down in Oklahoma, but we are going to start manufacturing more uh, in each corner of the U.S. so that we never move our units more than 500 miles at a time so we can lower our uh, carbon footprint. So given the, the challenges with supplies right now, is it easier for you to get recycled things or is it actually more difficult now even to find recycled woods and things like that? Well, we work with not only recycled proximity materials. It hasn't been, I guess there's, so a global issue right now. Everything's been harder to get. I don't know if I gauge if things being recycled is harder or not, but we aren't built, we are not built out of uh, containers. So we don't have the real issue of containers that everyone's been talking about, you know, for the past now uh, two years. Yeah, definitely when I, when I first came to the assignment, that's not a, a recycled storage container or shipping container. This is a new structure. It looks nothing like it, like a corrugated shipping container. Listen, they could do some amazing things out of containers and you could even split them in half and make them wider and so on. It just, the, the idea of creating the Mo Living unit, the Mo Living room or what, whatever we'd like to call it was really creating a product that's tailor-made for the hospitality sector. So we are basically a hybrid between mobility. And as you can see, mobility, we could talk about all these amazing brands like Getaway, Collective Retreats, or the companies utilizing containers, for example, even. And on the other side, we could talk you know, about luxury brands, such as the Four Seasons, Six Senses, the Amans of the world, and so on. We, we look up to all these brands. But we're really the only hotel group that's segmented smack in the middle of them because we take the mobility side and we take the ultra luxury side. So we're really unique for the moment in the space. And I know we're, we're audio, but can you sort of walk us through? And I know it depends on what, your, what the design might be for a certain room, but can you kind of walk us through when you first walk up on a unit and then you walk through a unit and what the stay is like? Yeah, so when you first walk into the unit, um, as Jordan mentioned previously, they are definitely bigger than a tiny home. And you walk in, you have your first deck where we have different partnerships with different brands. For example, each room will have their own set of boots and for people to walk around and if it's raining or if it's if they need that. Then when you walk into the unit, you have a spa bathroom with heated floors and a open ceiling for the skylight to, for the light in the sky to come down into the bathroom. Then when you walk through the um, unit, you have a living room with a pull-out sofa bed. And you, we also have different partnerships with um, high-end sound company called Devule that will be in each room. We also have Samsung frame TVs. We have USB ports and everything that it makes your stay very easy 
but on the same time enough for you to disconnect. And then obviously we have the beds that actually quite interestingly enough, they can separate at the touch of a button from a king size bed into two twin size beds. So as I always tell my brother, in case he gets mad at his girlfriend and just at a click of a button, he could separate the beds and they don't have to lay next to each other for the evening. And then when you walk outside, you also have another deck um, where you could enjoy absolutely anything from the view to a nice glass of wine or coffee in the morning. And the cool thing is that everything is, the technology is very seamlessly integrated into the unit. For example, our desk has a charging battery that is integrated within it. So if you put your phone on it, your phone will charge and you don't actually need to bring or plug in your phone into anything. Also, we have an app where you could control the lighting, the heat or the air conditioning, and also the shades that go up and down in the unit. So everything is to make it very easy for the uh, consumer, but on the same time to be very high end. And then through the app, can you contact you know the, the staff that will be there, get your room service and all of that? Yes, of course. So the app will have enough for you to book any activities that you want to book, but also see what is around the property and to look at different menus. Anything that the consumer wants is literally there at a click of a button. And as we say, like you could disconnect as much as possible and you could reconnect with other people or the people that you are staying with yourselves. So these junior suites, if you would like to say, basically can have up to like four people stay in them. I mean, they're definitely, it's definitely a junior suite from in Vegas. I mean, it looks fantastic. I want to stay in one. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that's the first thing I thought of was I would definitely stay in this. And it doesn't look like it's like it's small or anything. It looks like you would really just have a great time hanging out. You can hang out with friends. I mean, it's if you want to, like I said, you can disconnect for where these are probably going to be placed. I can see that there are people who just want to unplug. But you can also get some work done. If you if you wanted to bring a laptop and, and devices, yeah, the the idea you know of of the app, everything that is mo living is that a lot of hotels your experience starts the day that you actually get to the hotel once you get on property. With mo living and the reason why we're integrating so much technology and so on is that your experience starts from the day you actually book for upstate, for example, the day you book will ask you, are you traveling by car, by plane, by helicopter, or so on to the actual site? And if you're traveling by car, for example, there's Storm King that's along the way. Be like, hey, we'd love to organize a picnic for you guys over there. So that's not too long of a drive, although it's an hour and 40 minute drive. We want to create an experience that basically rivals any other luxury experience around New York, but actually goes above them. And, and that's why most of our team, as a matter of fact, comes from the luxury hospitality sector. You know, H Hannah worked for various luxury brands. She could, you know, name probably three or four of them. Augustine that runs our hotel operations has 35 years in space, the last 10 at four seasons. And I think that's what really sets us apart because you know, having a hotel room is, is great. You know, having a beautiful hotel room is, is unbelievable. But if you stay at one of these places, you're never going to say, hey, the hotel room, hey, Jordan, the hotel room was unbelievable. You're going to say, hey, Jordan, the experience was incredible. 
And, and I think that's what truly sets us apart from everyone else is that we're really trying to tailor the experience from A to Z for people. I do love that the experience, as you say, starts when you book, because even a lot of luxury brands, and I am a huge luxury hotel fan, but it, it starts when I go through the lobby, usually. They're not contacting me all the time to find out what I want to do on my way there, or it's, it's up to me to decide if I want to contact somebody and say, I'd like to do this at a certain level. I mean, there are certain levels of luxury where they know exactly who you are, and the experience, of course, starts before, but... It's not usual, and it's, it's it seems to be part of your business model that it starts immediately, and I think this ramps up the the fact that you get to stay in one of these, and you're going to have this amazing experience, so you're anticipating it, which sounds unlike most of our hotel experiences. So I, I love it. Um, on top yeah. of being built sustainably, though, these can be self-sustaining off-grid. It says temporarily on the website, so I'm just curious how long a unit can self-sustain? Well, it really depends on the usage. So what we do is all of our units have solar panels and have some of the latest lithium batteries as backups, basically, if there's no electricity, for example, and they all have holding tanks as well. So they have gray, black, and fresh water tanks. The only real metric I could give you right now that's been tested is we've managed to run our unit for eight months without plugging it into the grid. And the only reason why it ran out of batteries was because of the huge amount of snow in New York that actually covered the solar panels. So that's something that we're trying to work on. So there's a, we have identified a company that would be able to actually do heated solar panels so that we don't have those types of issues. Hi there, just a quick message before we get you back to this episode. If you're looking to take your bar, restaurant, or hospitality business to the next level, I mean to profits of 12 to 15% or more, it's time to take action. Let's start creating your roadmap to success with our proprietary strategies, tools, resources that will inspire your team, activate your potential, and lead your hospitality brand to margins you never thought possible. Visit krghospitality.com right after this episode for more information. Now, back to the Bar Hacks podcast. And conceivably somewhere like Las Vegas or Phoenix or Scottsdale, they would could go for a year then, if you think about it. I mean, the extreme temperatures can also not be great for batteries, but I could see when there's just clear skies pretty much year round that the unit's even more sustainable. So that's fantastic. Yeah. That's a great design. In a location like, you know, uh, Sedona or, or Scottsdale, for example, or Las Vegas or, or, or so on, we would anticipate the electric part of the sustainability uh, to be running 24-7 without an issue. Our issue at that point will be water because, of course, you know, holding tanks means there's a limited amount of, of water that can be held within the unit. The really neat thing is that so I, I'm not sure, I mean, I'm not sure if you know, but I'm sure someone that's listening into this doesn't know the difference between the tanks. So fresh tank is, is fresh water, basically, that's pumped into the, uh, pumped into the unit. Uh, gray water is water that's recycled, well, that's recuperated from your shower, from your sink. And then black water tank is the ones that are recuperated from your toilet. So what we have integrated into the unit is recycling system 
into the gray water tank. So the water is recycled up to seven times before it's actually thrown out. So our fresh water tank for all intensive purposes is about, although it's the same size, has the ability to run seven times longer than the original size of the tank, which is pretty neat. And so, then from assembly to installation, I mean, you have a very quick turnaround time, it looks like, if you'd like to share that with the audience. Our turnaround is some somewhere right now between three and five months because some you know supply chain issues what we basically did is we brought technology to the real estate and hospitality sector you know throughout the past 30 40 years there's been so many advancements in the car industry and the boating industry plane industry and so on but there hasn't been any advancement in construction space it's been the same thing for the past hundreds of years. So, you know, it's brick and mortar, put one brick over another brick, install the window and so on. So we're utilizing modular construction in order to accelerate the process. We're just basically bringing technology to construction. So for all intents and purposes, we're running the Ford, you know, F-150 line for these units. So we know exactly how long it's going to take to build a unit. We know exactly how much waste we are going to produce for each unit. And not only that, the biggest issue in all of traditional construction is cost. I know down to the penny how many rivets I'm going to use. So I know exactly how much it's going to actually cost us for each and every unit. So then when it comes to the marketing, and I know, Hannah, this is, this is your area. This is brand new. I'm just curious what some of the challenges are in, in marketing Mo Living and then maybe some of your favorite ways that you have put Mo Living on the map. I would have to say that, um, I mean, it's not necessarily a challenge, but just when you um, launch any brand, it is just getting the recognition out there. We do have an amazing PR team that has led us to many great news articles and that has definitely helped with anyone who wanted to get in contact with us, then one of the main things that's great is that because it is such an innovative product and because we want to really, as Jordan said, marry the two worlds of luxury and mobility and really keep sustainability in mind, we have so many different ways of being able to market this product. And it also goes back to it can reach a lot of different people, which is what we're interested in. Yeah, you mentioned democratizing hospitality and, and the luxury sector. So how is that achieved? Well, the democratizing part starts with the development. So the way that we actually function is we function as JV partners to landowners. So there's so many landowners across the U.S. and across the world that own these unbelievable plots of land and large plots of land and crazy seasonal locations and just don't know what to do with them because if you're building you know traditionally you have to get a very large bank loan and if you're building in a seasonal location obtaining a bank loan is not that easy because you're dependent on a very short period of time to produce all the income so what we do is we actually operate as a JV partner where the landowner provides the land and some minor permanent infrastructure. Generally, it's the utility hookups as well as one building 
or an existing building, which could be a house, a castle, commercial space, or so on, where we'll operate all the FMB out of it and all the social areas out of it. And in exchange, what Mo Living does is we'll bring in all the operations, which includes, you know, your marketing setup, your reservation system, your staffing, your brand, everything to the table. But instead of providing key money, which is the hospitality currency up to this date, what we do is we actually provide our units. So... As you're developing, for example, our first site that's opening this summer, uh, which is a roughly a $23 million project with 60 keys, Mo Living is actually bringing in the units at Mo Living's cost. So we're bringing in $9 million of units. So when our first JV partner went to the bank, he said, hey, I need a senior loan on my piece of land. And the bank said, sure. How much do you need? Well, X leverage on what's the total size of the project? And he said, well, I just need leverage on $13 million or $14 million because my JV partner is bringing in $9 million to the table. So we're making things on a financing standpoint much easier for landowners. At the same time, since we're building all these hotel rooms on a you know, strict regiment, or off-site, there's no delays. So we know exactly when our hotel rooms will be delivered. So there's zero delays for the landowner and opening his property as soon as the rest of the property is ready. So if you do that, your development cost is cheaper. As a result, we use mobility for one thing only, is to basically respond to demand. So our units during high season, let's say it's a beach location and there's max capacity for hundred keys. We'll bring in a hundred rooms. We'll operate all hundred rooms, but we know in the low season, in the winter time, in this case, there's only demand for 20 rooms. So what would we do with the 80 rooms in a general hotel? Probably have to service them, make sure everything's running, which is huge operational cost. What we do is we actually take our excess inventory, so these excess 80 keys, and move them to another one of our locations where there's actual demand. So for the current landowner of location A, which is the beach location, his operational cost during the low season goes down drastically. We only operate for ultra luxury at 30% operating cost, which is extremely low. So by doing that, we have the opportunity of providing our guests with an ultra luxury experience at a lower cost almost than everyone else. And by doing that, we also democratize not only the development side of things, but we democratize the stay as well, because we're giving more people the opportunity to be able to go in these unbelievable areas where they, they couldn't necessarily go before because there was a high barrier of entry, you know, in terms of finances. And I mean, the local experience that you can provide while providing luxury, that's, that's huge right now. Being sustainable and having unique local experiences are two of the, kind of the top trends in hotels right now and in, in luxury. So, I mean, I sound like I'm gushing, but it's, it's like a silver bullet for hospitality, the Mo Living units. I, I love it. And just so our audience knows, this isn't, you're not going to see Four Seasons, you know, branding all over these. You are your own brand. 
And that's how these are operated. So when people want to partner with you, they're partnering with Mo Living, which I think is also super cool. You're keeping your brand and the brand speaks to luxury. And I mean, you hit all of the, all of the targets. You're, you're sustainable. You're self-sustainable on top of this. You're ultra luxury, not just luxury. And I know people are wondering what's the difference, but when you're there, you can tell what the difference is. And you're providing the experiences that people are looking for. I, I'm learning about this as, as our audience is learning about it, really. I have maybe a couple of weeks lead time on them, but I love what Mo Living is doing. And it's, I'm glad that you guys could take the time to talk to us. Is there anything that I, I haven't touched on? No, I mean, you know, we're just excited to have our first hotel open uh, this summer. And uh, we're excited to, uh, to host you, David. And yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's been a long journey, but the product is there. The team is there. We're super excited and we're going to be expanding very quickly. And, you know, just a little note about the reason why we're keeping the Mo Living branding on every single one of these units is because if you go stay, you know, we'll just pick the luxury segment. If you're staying at Six Senses, a Four Seasons, or even a Hilton or Marriott, you know exactly what to expect. And that's why we're doing it is because we want our customers and our guests, more importantly, to have a streamlined and seamless experience wherever they go. You know, Mo Living should be assimilated to ultra luxury and to an awesome, thoughtful state. Where will the first hotel be located? Uh, it's located right next between Kingston and Woodstock uh, in New York State. It's about an hour and 45 minutes north of Manhattan in a town called Hurley. I don't want to put you on the spot. Do you have plans for, do you know where you're going to be opening next? Or are you going to kind of keep that to yourselves? Uh, unfortunately, we have non-disclosure agreements for the moment. I got you. <laughs> uh, as much as much as I would love to tell you, all, all I could tell you is that we're targeting at least having five signed agreements this year for opening for hotels opening next year, and we're already well underway. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing these locations, and congrats on opening for the summer. That's going to be fantastic. Thank you so much for your time. But before we go, how can people connect with you? Just uh, through our website, we actually have a couple of email addresses. Uh, we have info at moliving.com for general inquiries, uh, development at uh, moliving.com if you have a piece of land, or if you go on the How It Works page, you can just literally input your piece, your address, and we can go from there, or media at moliving.com. Instagram, Pigeon Carrier. We respond to everyone. We're, we're just very excited. We're very excited about, about the project. And honestly, we're excited about, you know, democratizing the hospitality space and actually making a change in both the hospitality and real estate world. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, likewise. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Bar Hacks podcast produced by KRG Hospitality and hosted by me, David Clem. If you like what you're hearing, please rate, review, subscribe, and share. Follow us on Twitter at AskBarHacks and Instagram at BarHacks. Talk to you soon.